2: so what are we doing in uh, genuinely what are we doing in this what is the I know that what we want to give people is uh it's Friday and we're getting ready
0: for Monday
2: and that, that we're gonna you know what I did in last week is I used the word repository and when I heard myself use it all I could feel was this fear that my dad was thinking I was misusing the word. So I say a
3: depository. No. Like the book depository. No, it's
2: not a depository. Is it
3: a suppository?
2: It's a suppository. <laughs> Let's call this an excitement suppository, even though that's, I know that it's suppository goes up your butt butt.
3: I think that the suppositories have played a larger part in your life than in, in mine. Well,
2: they have.
3: Didn't your mum used to take your temperature rectally oh, as a child? Oh, rectally. Which I, I think that's a real American-British difference.
2: No. It's a weird thing she did.
3: <laughs> the only times I've ever heard of that are your mom and Howard Stern's mom.
2: Maybe it's a Jewish thing. Or maybe it is. I wonder if it's because when you have a small kid, there's a fear that they would bite the thermometer and get mercury poisoning.
3: Excellent reasoning there.
2: Yeah, it was. But so this is, this is a, sup- a suppository. This is a repository for your Friday excitement. So that's what we're trying to create feeling-wise.
3: We're going to go through all the email and social media response we have had. So we're going to be raising your theories, Mm -hmm. trying to answer your questions. Mm -hmm. If we have tasked you, for example, with um, trying to, to, to find out where Logan gets his cardigans from. Mm-hmm. You can update us on that as well. And right. this is this mini Friday episode. As Sarah says, it's something to tide you over the weekend as you wait for the new episode of Succession and, and we will try and rattle through as much of the stuff we've had back from you as possible. So should we delve
2: in? Let's delve. Delve, daddy, delve. I wonder if the theme of both, like our mini podcast and our full podcast will be me trying to make things happen. <laughs> like an excitement suppository. And I thought... What if I can give that gift to someone by singing "Delve, Daddy Delve"? Well, it, it's
3: it. I, I am very supportive of you singing on this podcast as much as you like. I would try and nudge you in the direction of not doing it with copyrighted material. So oh. maybe write your own.
2: I'm not an originator of material. I'm just a strong performer. So this is from Lizzie. Now we have uh, we're so new now that everyone we hear from will be hearing from for the first time. So she is only now Jeff being given her name.
3: You're going to bestow it upon her in I real time. I bestow.
2: Upon Lizzie, the name Benign Fungus.
3: Benign Fungus.
2: So Lizzie, you got in touch, stay in touch, and henceforth you will be known as Benign Fungus. She writes, Hi, FNN. Firecrotch and Normcore. What if the great twist at the end of the season was that you were Firecrotch? (laughs) Because he is. He was ginger when he was young. You're still very ginger down there. Well, you're still... Exactly, you're still very ginger down there, Mm. but you're not on your... You're just a, a... an, old man, gears or, an yeah, old man, with your little wispy hairs on top, <laughs> with your <laughs> soft, soft hair. Okay, she writes. Number one, it was obvious to me that the writers were using characters' hair to signpost various plot elements. Oh, this is right up my street. Naomi arrives at Ravas with a brand new, sharp, shorter bob. If we're to believe the events of episode one take place immediately after last series, then she got that pretty quick after leaving the boat.
3: I'm telling you, though, I, b- I bet the super rich have mobile hairdressers who can do, do you on a private jet.
2: Oh, 100%. I yeah.
3: remember once getting a foot massage down the nice end of a Virgin Atlantic flight. So if that can happen, then you, you can get a haircut on a private jet, surely.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I, if we were very rich, I would have a hairstylist at our house three times a week.
3: Before our son was born, I would say 40% of maybe it's even 60% of all the conversation in our, in our marriage was about your hair.
2: Yeah, it still is. If anything, it's gotten worse because I lost so much hair during breastfeeding. Benign Fungus continues. Anyway, I think this is to signal witchy Naomi versus softer hair Naomi of series two. Let's see how those locks change over the series. I'm in.
3: Is Naomi British or American in real life, the actor? American. British.
2: Great.
3: Another great detail. Ready for this? Yeah. She is Mark Ronson's
2: half-sister. Of course she is. She's got that face.
3: And her dad is Mick Jones. Uh, not that one, but the one from Foreigner. I want to know what love is. How are you feeling about all this?
2: Sad. No offence to the offspring of celebs, but I sort of, I dislike them. And that's not fa- Some of it is fair, some of it is unfair. But the point is when I'm like, why are we giving a job to someone with a famous dad? But she's very good in the role.
3: My brother has a theory that... Kendall is keeping her close because part of his strategy to take over Waystar Royco Mm. is to revive the Pierce deal. And with Logan out of the picture and her on side.
2: I love it as a theory. Mm. I just I'm not seeing that level of control and manipulation personally in Kendall right now. In the power – this is still benign fungus. In the power struggle triangle, Roman's hair has become very flock of seagulls. When Shiv goes to see Lisa, for once, her hair isn't perfect. She's got to use the GHDs on unwashed hair. I love this reference because GHD is a product called Good Hair Day. And they don't fucking work. No offense to (laughs) GHDs. Would you like to sponsor us? But anyway (laughs) – I thought it was a wonderful use the GHDs on unwashed hair vibe. Mm. Is my hair's vibe mm. every damn day. Now, she continues, who is the only person with perfect hair throughout, despite presumably little access to showers or sleep? Yep, Jerry. Coincidence that she is the one to make CEO? Next issue. Recast Spouses. Did you know the actor who plays Hugo used to go out with Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes, I did know what? that. Fisher Stevens used to date Michelle Pfeiffer. What? I know. Did he, he
3: look very different as a younger man? Um,
2: He always had a strange look, but he's looking... That sort of Pez dispenser thing that he's got going on right now. I don't think it was always that extreme. I'm
0: amazed
3: by that. And inspired.
2: You think that you could dump me for someone who looks like no, Michelle it's like a, No, it's just
3: like a Billy Joel, Christy Brinkley thing, isn't it? I you? don't think
2: and, you're as rich as Billy Joel.
3: Well, that probably helps.
2: Now, fuck off! Benign fungus.
3: The next one comes from Emily, currently nicknameless. Do you have a nickname for her?
2: Emily will henceforth be known as No Shit Judas.
3: Right. No Shit Judas says, I will confess that I personally am cursed with a strange attraction to Greg. Greg the egg.
2: Oh, she wants that vibrator. My
3: friends and my partner are appalled by this. My only explanation for this is that he is lanky, dark-haired and awkward, which is my type.
2: I would like to know how close no shit Judas's partner is to the type that she mentions here. Oh, that's interesting. Tall, dark of hair, awkward. Because I'm sort of not your type.
3: But I also think like I am nobody's type. So if
2: you're, you are my type. I'm not saying that like when I saw you, I was like, who brought back, who brought back Brad Pitt? (laughs) But I'm just saying like some women like a certain kind of thing, which you do have.
3: That if if the, the, the you know is,
2: what annoys me, stop. Yep. It's when people like you and you're a serial monogamist are like, I'm nobody's
3: type. I know, but I, I feel like a parasite that attaches itself to a host body.
2: Okay, well then more, that's you can more, say that more, if more like you want. That.
3: But no shit, Judas continues. Also, I would love it if you guys settled an argument between me and my partner. Yes. At the end of the episode, we get a shot of Logan standing alone outside the hotel. Personally, when I saw this, I thought, holy shit, he looks scared. But my partner said she thought he looked as if he was readying himself for war.
2: What I don't think it was, was him needing a private moment to really feel his fear. I think it was him just needing some space from all the fucking morons.
3: Yeah, I think that's right. And
2: I think, you know, this is Logan... As I've said, I think that pain and pleasure, two different sides of the same coin, and as much pain as this is all causing, Logan, I think the fact that his own blood is going to give him a run for his money is somehow satisfying him.
3: No shit, Judas says, thanks, and fuck off.
2: Fuck off! Okay, this is from Gary Bolton, henceforth known as, fuck your grandpa. <laughs> Fuck your grandpa writes, I wanted to briefly respond on the weird crushes vibe to nominate the exceptional talents of Carolina. Now, I had a thought when I read that sentence. Mm. I went, that's not a weird crush. She's like super crazy hot. Come on, fuck your grandpa. Pull your shit together. But then with beloved and attractive self-awareness, fuck your grandpa follows up. Although I really suspect this isn't weird at all. And just that you neglected to objectify her exactly well
3: there there we go we've done that now yeah
2: now we've objectified her our goal is to objectify everyone in the show sexually <laughs> cheers and fuck off
3: it's becoming a catchphrase not only for succession but for you I feel fuck off yeah
2: do you feel I'm nailing the saying of it more do
3: you know I, I somebody tweeted me this morning Sarah Barron does the best Logan Roy impression oh, by the I way, saw when that. she reads the email
2: I really appreciated that but I, I strongly he agree. says I'm
3: tempted to use it as my phone ringer this was Hassan
2: oh interesting <laughs>
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free
2: shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com
0: slash style.
3: Okay, this comes from Mira. A nickname? Mr. Fucking Magoo. Mr. Fucking Magoo says... I concur that private jet decor is a bit naff. It's not just <gasps> oh, me. Oh,
2: that's wonderful.
3: Uh, she says it's shiny, slippery and slimy, probably Ugh. like the people that own them. Ugh. Never sit in the back seat because you're basically in the toilet or um, uh, uh, don't plan to keep, uh, take a bowel movement. Just keep it in, guys. She
2: what? used the phrase bowel movement as well? Yeah. She's ticking all our boxes. I, love, I grew up having it referred to as a BM. Someone says BM and it's like 1986 for me all over again.
3: Mira continues, I am addicted to the theme too. My boyfriend and I always do a dance stroke dry thrust when we hear it.
2: You're a fool
3: if you skip it. Totally. I also think you should video yourselves doing that and upload it to TikTok. I think people should be uploading their rituals for what they do and telling us about them. We would like more of these, please. Mira finishes by saying, I think I could wrap my whole hand around Hugo's neck.
2: Do you have big hands, Mira? Or is she commenting I, I at think all? I know she's obviously commenting on the, the slimness of his neck, but I have huge hands. I think you have that the that, that
3: hands of somebody who spends a lot of time in the forest. Somebody yeah. who's, who's very familiar with an axe.
2: Yeah. Anyway, a
3: lumberjack's hands.
2: Yeah. All right. Anyway, Mira, if you're up for it, I'd like to know if you have big hands or ne- neutral. <laughs> neutral hands.
3: We should do a succession head size chart as well.
2: Oh, who has the biggest skull? Yeah, because I think
3: L- Logan, I think, probably has a big skull. Kendall's a bit of a peanut head, isn't he?
2: Greg has a big head. Carl Shiv, has a big head. Carl's is <laughs> <laughs> So big. Hugh,
3: Hugo's is, of course, tired Well, it's 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 difficult to gauge Hugo's without knowing the Tom dimensions of his neck. Tom has a big neck. head.
2: Shiv has a big head. Mm-hmm. Jerry's very average size.
3: I'm envisaging, you know, that picture which shows the different stages of development of man. I can't bring the name of it oh, to mind yeah, at the moment, yeah, yeah. but you know the one of yeah. it. I'm thinking of like the entire succession cast of characters arranged by head size.
2: Does someone want to take the time to do yeah. that? We hear next from Ranjan Mukherjee. Now, Ranjan seems to have named himself Master of the Realm, but Ranjan, guess what, buddy? Who's in charge of the nicknames? You? No, it's me. So I've renamed you a sex robot for dad to fuck.
3: (laughs) That's quite the demotion.
2: I know. But mama's in charge. Okay. Hey, Jeff and Sarah. Hello. Hey. I'd like to point out a bit of foreshadowing that the show may be doing with Shiv she's going to end up perfectly fine on the right side of things. What is my theory based on? The fact that she's so prominently shown using an iPhone. We all know about iPhones on screen and how Apple likes to enforce a no iPhones for bad guys policy. Have you ever heard that before? Well, I know that
3: if you put something on TV you often have to get permission before you do so. Right. And they will ask what you're using it for. And if they feel it's a negative connotation for their brand, then they can block it. But doesn't pretty much everyone in succession have an iPhone? Yeah. We we rewatched the episode for the third time last night. And I noticed that Shiv, Roman, Kendall do not have iPhone cases. Yes, Jeff. but, But Jess, for example, does.
2: Yes!
3: None of this is an accident with succession. I'm not saying it's relevant to plot, but I think the level of thought that goes into the production design and the costume design, and I think it's because iPhones are at the most beautiful when they don't have a case on them, but we put cases on them because we don't want to break them because of all the hassle and expense. When you're that rich, Who cares? no hassle or expense. Well, so it just... is
2: a hassle if you break your iPhone.
3: If Kendall broke his iPhone, Jess presumably would just give him another one.
2: Yeah, okay. Anyway... He concludes, also, does the succession theme make either of you want to burn a massive pile of money while laughing maniacally? Or is that just me? Well, I love that it does that to you. I am, aside from my mother, the tightest bitch I've ever personally encountered. I don't know someone else who's sort of money grubby in a certain way as much as I am. So I can't relate to that.
3: I am very spendthrift. uh, And yet still uh, burning money doesn't appeal. I've never really liked that idea of, you know, when people scatter banknotes on the bed and then have sex on them. Mm That's never really appealed to me.
2: Yeah, maybe me neither. Maybe coins. Oh, you'd like to do it on a coin. (laughs) Listen, a sex robot for dad to fuck. Don't stay away. just because we disagreed with both of your things. I love that you wrote them and I want to hear from you again.
3: Charlotte Castle says, Firstly, may I be Greg Sprinkles?
2: Yep, she can put in a request. You don't you don't like that, do you?
3: You don't like having it's not, the it's not
2: quite filthy enough, but but I like she's participating. So yes, go on.
3: I thought I'd get in touch and let you know my theory. I think Kendall has a mole in the Logan camp. He knew that Jerry had been made acting CEO before it was announced. There may be another way he found out. And I think the mole is dot 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 Frank. Yeah. So, so I think Kendall sees Frank as not quite a surrogate dad, but there's a touch of that to him. Well, but Kendall's trying to get that fatherly approval from, ever, the parental approval from everyone. Anyone, the
0: like
2: even his ex-wife. I think, can I say this? Tell me if I have this wrong, which you very possibly might. I don't feel that Jesse Armstrong's thing is stuff he doesn't let us see. It's not like it, it, it turns out that... So the Frank theory makes sense to me. So we know he made that one call to Frank.
3: I do think Charlotte slash Greg Sprinkles is, is getting a little confused here, though, because she, she goes on. I don't think the sandwich was about his blood sugar. Oh! <gasps> Now, this was Carl, not this was Carl, not Frank, wasn't it?
2: Yes.
3: Um, I'm convinced he was on a call during his absence. The detail is too spurious for succession. I'm sure he was up to something.
2: <sighs> okay, listen, I love this as a theory. And one of the reasons I really love it is because I disagree strongly with it.
3: You think it was just there for the comedy?
2: I think that it's this real... Again, as we discussed, as someone who's got a blood sugar thing, I relate to like everything has to stop. I need to eat something. And I think it's about just showing us such normalcy and such human function.
3: In the middle of it In all. this
2: grand, crazy billionaire's game.
3: Mm. I, I, I like the idea of a succession cookbook. <laughs> and maybe we could ask you to send us uh, potential recipes for it because what, what, has, what did Carl have on his sandwich?
2: So your idea for the succession cookbook is Carl's Sandwich.
3: Yeah, but you could combine um, Connor's insistence on the butter being the right temperature from when he was in charge of the catering at that function. Yes, or
2: remember when I'm forgetting Nan Pierce, played by Cherry yeah. Jones, when she was handed that it was like a <laughs> yeah. turkey or a goose.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, carry yeah, out, yeah.
2: so you could make that goose or that. That turkey. Yeah,
3: yeah. You could have. Um, do, do you remember when Tom and Greg went out for a gourmet meal? Greg wanted to <gasps> yes! go to California Pizza Kitchen, and they went out for a gourmet meal after Greg had already been out with his grandfather. So
2: you could, you could, inc- it in- could include like the noodles or something that he had with his grandfather. Or remember they had to put didn't oh, towels they put over their towels head and eat, eat, eat head a songbird
3: so like, whole. whole.
2: That's what it is. I think
3: this this could be a goer. What other recipes should be in the Succession Cookbook?
2: Fuck off at firecrotchandnormcore.com.
3: Listen, I think we should leave this here. We haven't got through all the email yet. So we'll roll some over into the episode next week. But I don't want to take up any more of your time. Mm. I think this is long enough. But there's plenty there for you to get stuck in with. And we'd love to hear from you. It's really exciting.
2: If we check that email address and there's content in it, it's such a joyous moment in our day.
3: And, And not only that, Everything we're getting is, is brilliant. It's
2: good and it makes us feel like we're talking to the right people. Yes. And that drains us of our sadness. Do you feel that?
3: Absolutely. do
2: deprive me of that.
3: That's what we're here for. So um, your theories on succession, technology good versus technology bad, head sizes, hair bigness...
2: And we're you know keep keep on keeping on with these weird or not crushes.
3: All all of this, please. Any any questions that you've got? I'm also intrigued. I know it's slightly off topic, but uh, as to the advantages of taking temperature rectally versus orally.
2: Oh yeah.
3: And of course, if, if you know anybody who you think would enjoy the podcast, do tell them about it. That would be great. As would if you could take the time to give it a rating and a review, providing it is a very high rating and a very G's glowing review. Please high rating review.
2: and glowing it, review.
3: Because then it bumps it up the charts for us and, and, and uh, helps us with that. So it would be greatly appreciated. And, and you can find both Tara and myself on Twitter, should you want to interact with us that way. Or once again, the email address is...
2: Fuck off! Nope, I didn't like it. Can I go again? Of course. Fuck off! At com.
3: Okay, I'm going to go outside and stare at the sky.
2: Oh, like Logan does at the end of the first episode? Okay. I'm going to stare at my phone like Shiv.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.